Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. We're so in sync. We're so in sync. We're the best. We're twins. And with that, call us, call us S&P. Welcome, welcome to another episode. Oh my god, I'm sorry, we were recording. No, you're talking. It's okay. I know. So we might leave this in actually. But welcome, welcome to another episode of the Level of Latina podcast, episode 182, the first of 2023. Woo woo. Uh it's been a while. It's been about three weeks, and uh we're still in sync because um Esta Irene y yo just said the same thing at the same time right before we started it recording. So we're still in sync, aunque no nos hemos visto, aunque no hemos platicado, but we're here. Before we jump into today's topic, um, we're gonna do like we're gonna do like a little check-in, you know, as to how our holidays went and how we're doing. Uh, this week's topic is relationships, and we're gonna be talking about things that are are you know we're doing to let go of things that are way heavy. But before we jump in. ¿Cómo andan, chulas? ¿Cómo andan? Feliz año. Las quiero. Las extraño. Pero, ¿cómo andan? Excelente. Excited for the new year. Excited to get back to the office tomorrow. I feel like I've been on break for 100 days. Uh, so, I'm ready to get back into it. How are you, Vero? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to see you, girls. It's, feels, it's been longer than those two-week breaks that we took. The two-week breaks. The two-week break that we took. So, ya estaba, estaba ansiosa yo por mi escape a uh, ver a mis viejonas aquí y saludarlas y decirles feliz año. And share, like, <laughs> everything. All the, uh, el, no el drama, pero all the little eventful things that happened in between our little escapades uh, and not, be, not seeing each other for a couple weeks. Yeah, our little break. A lot, a lot of things happened, you know, um, personal stuff and just, you know, family dilemmas and we got to share. So that, that was good right before we started recording. And yeah, we, we're bringing in the new year with this episode. And we think today's topic uh, sits well, being that it's the beginning of the year. A lot of people start off with que goals, que resolutions, que, que vamos a hacer. Um, and I kind of brought this to the table because um, uh, as, as we started the new year, or I started the new year, I literally was like, ringing in the new year with my sister with my parents at their former house unpacking or packing up and tossing things and the last three days has been a lot of that packing and tossing and you know getting rid of things and what came to mind is that sometimes we hold on to to material things that are not serving us any purpose you know están allí it weighing heavy and it feels good. It feels good to let go and release. And I know it's probably easier for us as we, you know, are part of this other generation, but the, the generation before us, I've seen it with my parents. It was so hard to get rid of like things and they had so many things and we can talk, well, I'll get more into detail, but that's why I brought, wanted to bring this topic to the table and to start off kind of El, el año más, más livianita, a little lighter, you know? So um, with that said, when when we talk about letting go of things, and it could be physical things, it could be emotional things, it could even be uh, relationships, 
what comes to mind, like what comes to mind and when letting go of that thing or, or feeling, how has it made you feel? And I don't know who wants to start first. So articulate. I'm glad that you're moderating this Thank uh, you. episode. It seems also that you're like being really heartfelt and you really thought about this and, and it came from a place of very like organic feelings from you. So thank you, Sissy. I, when you were saying like material things, when you proposed it, I was kind of like, no, give me all of the good shit, but I was just kidding. But um, <laughs> I haven't always been a material person. A lot of people know that like I'm much more an experienced person, but I was thinking more of emotion. So I was glad that you expanded and it doesn't have to be like stuff that you're letting go of or being materialistic. But I think I could always be better at letting go of things that I can't control. And I think it's maybe just because of the way that I, that I grew up doing things well and taking care of myself or selling was just kind of a part of just survival. You can control that, right? You can control getting good grades. You can control behaving or being seen as a good girl. You can control those kinds of things, but you can't control everything. Like that just doesn't work. So I think the more I grow into my forties, the more I realize being good with what I can't control is very good. And then taking care of what I can control is also very good, right? The things that I can't, the things that are worth controlling that matter, that are everyday responsibilities or life or goals, like that stuff's awesome. The things that are worries for another day or another person or another time, I think I can let go of that. So it's like living in the present a little more and not worrying about the things that I can't control in the future. So it's a little vague and airy-fairy, but I definitely feel like I've been doing a lot of that. And I've been journaling in the mornings to be conscientious of that. Letting go of the controls uh, is very, it's challenging. I know that for me, it's really hard because I always want to be in control of things. And especially being the oldest with my siblings, I'm always, I feel that if I don't have control over things, that things don't happen, you know? And um, yesterday, yesterday we were at, uh, you know, kind of finishing and cleaning my parents' former home and... Um, you know, and uncle's like, well, you know, where's your brother? And you know, this, that, and I, you know what I said, you know what? I'm like, I can't control that. If you can't be here right now, I can't control that. I'm controlling who I am. Yo estoy aquí porque puedo y quiero. I'm like, but I can't. Ya no. I'm like, ya basta. That's I'm like, awesome. ya, ya tengo cuatro meses de estar dirigiendo cosas. I'm over this. And I was like, todos se quedaron. I'm like, yeah, that, that's why I, I want, you know, cuando dices eso, it's, it's hard, but it's like, se siente bien, you know, because it's it's when you're carrying all that weight and you're carrying all or you're wanting to control everything, it, 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 it's estresante. So and and even if you're good at it, right, that doesn't mean you always want to carry it. Exactly. Like some people are good at it, right? Like you're yeah. definitely a good organizer. You're a good leader. So then by default, you, do you have to organize and lead everything? Like no, like you don't actually want to always be the one that says he's got it or she'll figure it out, right? For me, I think a lot of the male figures in my life have often been like not responsible or absent or not in control when they should have been. So I think I've always overcompensated and been like, well, I got to do me or I got to take care of me. And then my mom also raised me to kind of be like, cabroncita in that way, like See? always take care of yourself, always put yourself first. No guy, no friend, no boss, no nobody, you know, but then it also makes you, I think it can make you really masculine or rigid or like in control to not let like heartbreak happen or, or, or things fall apart or mistakes happen, but mistakes are going to happen. Things are going to fall apart. Heartbreak is going to happen, right? You can't control everything to avoid feeling oh, any kind of pain, happen. right? But maybe that's what my mom kind of in her world, like she lived in a different world, right? Like she had to take care of her family. My dad was a mess and he was temperamental. He was abusive. He was all these things. So my mom was always like trying to control things, trying to control things. So he didn't lose his crap. Right. So she also kind of modeled being chingona, but in a way, cause that was her survival. I always like to say that and remind people like 
their survival isn't our survival. Like she was yeah. just telling me today, like, qué bueno, el esposo que les tocó, a ti y tu hermana, no les pegan, no les pegan. Like, what oh, is this? Yeah. Night two? Yeah. Is the, so then the first thing she added today, because she's always said that, but she's like, les son fieles. Si les son fieles, no los maltratan. And I'm like, man, my poor mom, she was freaking on her, hit it, la maltrataba, todo lo que le decía. So imagine her trying to, she still did it wrong, trying to control her life, and he still was a hot mess, right? But we don't have those traumas, and yet here we are trying to be kind of the responsible one and have it together. But nobody's going to hit us. <laughs> it's with their words. <laughs> with like, their words. <laughs> I know, I know. No, I know. You just said, Irene, the, the tr we don't have those traumas. We kind of get them because of the way they do end up raising us, right? Lo que nos inculcan, our parents. And they teach us what they know, right? Based off of their mm -hmm. experiences. And, and I mean, I think we, for the most part, we have that in common, las tres, that our parents really didn't, you know, get much at least unless I'm rock sissy, like education, right? Education wise. Like I know, yeah. um, you know, came, my parents came from the rancho, Irene igual, and like we, we have it in common that our parents, you know, taught us as much as they can. And life has been hard on them. It was rough, you know, uh, some, some a little bit harder than the others. But at the end of the day, lo que sufrieron no lo pasan unknowingly because they yeah. are going to put limits on us. It's going to poner certain things that they, they will want to control. And de eso te nace a ti, and they're like, okay, you know, I'm learning, I'm going to learn how to let go of the things I can't control. Because the prob the issue is, not a problem, but the issue is that since we see someone, ha we've been taught that, yes, you can manage, control it, control it all, we want to do it constantly. And we have to kind of like acknowledge it and be aware of it that it's like, no, no, really, this is something I can't control. So I'm going to let that go and really do what can I control? My reactions to things, the way I, you know, all these other things. And you guys are phenomenal women. So yo sé que ya, ya ese proceso ya pasó. But it's funny because I feel that this year, at the end, toward the end of the year, we get to spend a lot more time together as a family than, than every other year. Usually my brother comes and visits, like my brother lives in the in Bay Area in Oakland. And we'll get to see them, you know, a day for Thanksgiving because then they we split the, they split their times with L.A. and Santa Barbara, right? Because of his wife and her family being from there. But this time we spent a significant amount of time for Christmas, and then we spent a significant amount of time through New Year's. And it was really nice to have them in town. And you know, when it comes to the holidays, there's this pressure for my mom to like make things perfect because the family's finally all together. Um, my sisters, I mean sisters, mucho because my mom relies on her for a lot of things. And then I always get like um, a little bit of the stress, but not as much because I, me apartado, ya me aparté desde que pude o tuve la oportunidad, I did it, and I contribute in whatever way I can. And sometimes I'm always like, well, do you need me to buy the groceries? Or do you need me to pitch in this way? Like, but this year. I took it upon myself to finally say, look, after Thanksgiving, I've been wanting to host in La Casa for a while. I mean, we saw each other last year for Thanksgiving here, but then, you know, this year they were like, no, we kind of want to do it to my parents and blah, blah, blah. They were kind of like, no, about coming here. And we let that happen. And it was kind of like off the, the you know, Thanksgiving was a little off and we're like, ah, that sucks. So for Christmas, I was like, yeah, no, I, I need to take action. Like, I want them here. I'm going to take action. Look, this is what I'm committing to. I want all of you guys here. I want you guys all here by three. I want to do this. I want to be here early because I want to spend as much time together as possible. And being the youngest, it's really hard for them. You know, we fall into our roles in our families to be like, oh, let's take Vero serious. And I told them, I am not fucking around. No estoy chingando. Like, en serio, like, I really want to spend time with you guys. And I don't care if you guys come over in pajamas and bring clothes to change into later. Like, it doesn't matter to me. I just want us to be together. 
we had a great Christmas and then we had a really great New Year's. I mean, the gate. Dije yo, I want to host. I want to be the person to take care of my family. I want to provide like a Kardashian New Year's, Christmas and New Year's, you know, algo así. Because I'm I'm so thankful for everything they've done through these years, right? So for me, it's been one of those of like, let go of what regular tradition might seem, what they think is what we should be doing and be okay to be like, no, things are going to change. So being okay with change for me is like, Okay, I if things are gonna, I can't wait for somebody else to do it. And I kind of this has been like my repetitive message for 2022, right? Like if I need to grow, I can't wait for someone else to do my growth. If I want to save money, I can't wait for somebody else to save my money. You know, if I want to spend thousands of dollars in a month, I can't. You know, I, I want to be the one to spend the money, not somebody else. But in this case, it was like if I want this to happen and if this is my vision, I can't wait for somebody else to do it. I need to take action. So for me, it was that I wanted my family together. I wanted us to have an amazing Christmas. And then we had a fantastic New Year's. It was really nice being able to let go of what's expected from their end to just be like, look, it's okay to have something new and let's let's roll with it now. And I think it turned out really, really well. We tend to host, Diego and I. We've always had the, the longest standing like home with the kids that live in the home. And so we tend to host. And this year, just kind of by luck of the draw, my sister and I, we share every other year. We do Christmas Day. So this year, no me tocaba. So I got to do Thanksgiving and it worked out great. It was beautiful. We got to sit outside, beautiful weather. It was a great Thanksgiving that I didn't even realize I was going to host until like three weeks before because my sister was like, oh, since I'm doing Christmas, do you want to do Thanksgiving? So it just super organically worked out. That evening, I go to my husband's family and it was super super nice and they had a great time the only thing Diego doesn't like is he doesn't like the two meals in a day because he wants to grub right so he's like next year I'm really gonna convince my sister to do the 25th or your family like I want to do like 24th and 25th or whatever the date is right he wants to do a Thursday and a Friday Thanksgiving so that's the only thing he would like um but could coma bien at both of them but then Christmas super worked out because like my sister hosted Christmas day and in her neighborhood they had freaking fantastic weather so also outside and really fun and al fresco uh, my sister cooks up so many delicious meals it was perfect and then my Christmas Eve which is always Diego's family like our family think how we've always worked it out like Diego gets Christmas Eve my family gets Christmas for the last 20 years but Christmas Eve was so freaking fun because kind of like you Vettel our sister-in-law who was just here, she's bought this home during COVID. She's been remodeling it. It just gets better and better and better. And so she wants to open up her house a lot. So she had New Year's and she had Christmas Eve and she goes all out because she does like event planning anyway and like has all the goods and her personality is just fun. And so she sent everybody a list of like game ideas and not even she just said bring money and bring games if you're if your games involve money we had so much freaking fun playing games my kids are now old enough that they're part of the mix you know because they're teenagers but she's got babies so it's much more comfortable to be in her house so for years we were in my house because i had the babies but now like my kids i can drag them out of somewhere at 2 a.m yeah. but not her babies you know they were asleep and we're up we're having fun we're playing games we had so many games we had so much fun and i love that i didn't have to host anything at christmas Diego and i were just kind of like this is amazing we have to clean before we didn't have to clean after we're not stressed so i'm glad Vettel, that your family is like allowing you to do that like you can handle it it should be a shared responsibility and then one day you know you let them do it and you also get the freedom of they're not in my house or whatever but you also work really hard to have that awesome house to host them to be able to have them all and i'm glad that you want to and you're doing it so whatever it looks like again letting go of the control let it happen because sometimes the non-traditional what you didn't expect is super super fun like the, this holiday season was actually so easy and so fun, but we also got to just 
give a lot of gifts, show up a lot of houses, and not really worry about logistics, which is really, really nice. You yeah. know? And then it's nice to hear like, that was like the best Christmas we've had in a while. Or that was the best New Year's we've had in a while. I'm like, that's dope. And I heard it like, they're not telling me. They're like talking amongst themselves. I, we had like, I don't know. It was, it was kind of like an odd last two weeks because the first week I was off, entre comillas, for my legal job. Um, I was off and I was looking forward to doing, well, just like helping with the move, uh, doing things with the kids. Um, and then the first week the girls were getting over the flu. Luis was out with the flu that entire week. So, um, and her, his parents are here. And so we wanted to take him out to dinner, but no se pudo this and that. So anyway, my suegra ended up making pozole, which was delicious. And I didn't cook. I didn't do anything. I'm like, I'll get some pies, you know, I'll get some pies. Cause I was, I had been at my parents. I came back then on Sunday. Oh, and then, okay. So the big thing that we did this, this, um, I guess December and our family Christmas gift that we still don't have, but it's coming is our puppy. <laughs> we got a puppy. That's right. Letting, that letting go so of the weight cool. of other things to bring and, in the fun. Yeah, thing. yeah. But he's still, you know, too young to bring home. He's still with his mommy. So um, we're we're getting videos and falling in love. So we're excited about that, and it's gonna come in at a perfect time because, yeah, uh, uh, it's been like an emotional roller coaster in the past two weeks. And then New Year's, I was I, I, every every year for New Year's, either for Christmas or for New Year's, my sister and our, with my cousins, we always have a theme. We always have a theme. Like we're gonna dress up. Last year, we we're like we all dressed up in green. Uh, we're gonna wear, you know, uh, sequins. You know, it's we always have a, a di different theme. Pajamas, you know, things like that. And this year, we had said, my sister, I think, said, "Oh, we're, let's wear feathers. Let's wear feathers," and we all had apparently chosen a color i chose like a flamingo i got my outfit like the day after thanksgiving like i was all about it but oh uh, i i was like i i can't like i can't go to the new year celebration um because i needed to be home we, we needed to be home with my parents and just so it was okay for me to let go of that tradition i didn't feel bad about it i didn't feel guilty about it i just felt i needed to be at you know, my parents' house, helping them. And um, still at the end of the night, my sister night and her kids, we rang in the new year. We were there. And al siguiente día, le seguimos con la chinga de la mudanza. Uh, and, and going more into that, I think it felt good just to get rid of stuff. I've been sharing a lot on our social media about like the process and just like how it felt good, like tossing and seeing like the dump truck taking everything um because oh my god esa casa estaba llena de just stuff stuff um including like i don't know why i saved like rsvp uh envelopes from like my quince because like, it was in a girl. box because you're mexican it was, right, it was there i was like oh my <laughs> god and i was tossing uh but it was fun to like go uh, like go through memory lane like i shared some screenshots yeah, with you guys that. some of the fun stuff you have and you say yeah. thank god you do because you thank take god it back did. yeah yeah like that skit i did not remember i was reading and like laughing and just remember like a, a little things from college like oh my god this oh my god Vero esto. <laughs> dude and, and both of those skits that like, pobre vero were like hi vero's always late oh, oh vero's no. there we're really then we're really late like our little skit that we did in college so it was nice to see that but at the same time, like letting go of todos esos papeles, I had like saved Elsa, like prep, 
documents. Um, one of the things that I saved and I brought home, but then Luis convinced me and he's like, stop being hoarder. What's my quince dress? <laughs> oh my God. My mom recently gave it to me too. And I have, oh it my God, you guys, it's my so mom just came over with it too. También. How Okay. Like here, all of us. Oh my goodness. We're wearing it for the next one. We're wearing, We're wearing it for, it for the next, next one. Uh, podcast. Una foto, no me va a quedar chingadera, pero ni modo. A la mitad no lo ponemos. Okay, we'll do it. And then, top, top, so quinta I, dress. I, I, Luis is like, ¿para qué? Luis is like, ¿para qué te lo traes? ¿Para qué te lo traes? I'm like, well, because... Es como servilleta. Luego no te... Right? It's just, no, a, it's just a napkin to have dinner with. Yeah. Que vestido ni que nada. So... So then I came, I, I was like, you know what? I'll let the girls play with it. Si quieren, y luego ya después de eso, I'll just like toss it or give it away or give it to a Goodwill or something like that. So I was fine with that. I'm like, okay, yeah, get, get rid of the stuff. Um, just, just again, random stuff. And then um, I would I would ask my mom this. I see, eso guardamelo. And then finally, Diana's like, stop asking her stuff. Va a querer guardar todo, you know? Yeah. And get pillows. She had like... She she knits or she used to knit. I guess she hasn't knitted in a while. Tenía like um, ¿cómo se dice? The yarn, 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 yarn. Tenía bolsa, bolsa lo tiré. I'm like, she's not gonna use it, you know. Or cositas empezadas. I'm like, ya ni le preguntaba. I just toss it away. Um, ¿qué más? I just random stuff. Oh my god, the most the most that she had were bags of papers. A lot of them containing check stubs from like nineteen, it like the eighties. Oh my, oh my god oh my god it was crazy it was crazy i'm, I'm no like, one to judge because i keep all my fucking page stubs from before but <laughs> yeah i'd recently yeah i recently found también when it went through through um or just getting rid of stuff in my own home i, I found some from when I was a legal assistant and then and then from when I was at my prior firm and I was like, oh, I kept one just to see, you know, what I when I first made and then I tossed it at los demás, I shared them and all that. But yeah, it just feels it feels good. And I'm like all about that. Uh, next up is my own garage because también ya se está llenando de pura, puro cochinero. That's what I was going to say. I, when we went on our trip, my mom was just telling me about this, that it was like five years ago, four and a half, but she was just saying how She's so proud of us. Like, we're back. We're stabilized. She was so worried when we left. And I know those feelings that she had. But she was like, you guys just vendieron todo. Just got rid of everything. It was just crazy. She's like, I expected you to, like, fill a house with all your stuff. And what you did was get rid of all your stuff. Like, empty the house. And I was thinking back at that time. It felt really good. It's, like, crazy, right? To say, everything was go. Everything was going. Like, our kids' toys, our memories, our life together. Like, you and I had already been together a decade or if not more. And it's like... Todo. We were like nothing. We have nothing. And to give back and to have a home that had nothing. Like we each had a little, you know, maleta. And we had kept some boxes of things that we're not going to get rid of, like our kids' photographs and like important documents. But we really didn't keep things. Like I think a computer. Gosh, like, yeah, we really didn't have things that we were like, oh, we're going to want this down the road. Yeah, very, very few things, but it felt very good. But now this place is like packed full of stuff. My garage is like, how does this happen? How does this happen that we end up on just all these things and nowhere to put it? And how do we, it's just stuff. So we do have to let go of the weight of stuff. We do have to purge every once in a while. Diego did a recent like deep, deep cleaning of the garage. It's still packed full of stuff, but he got rid of a lot of stuff because it's like, why do we have it? Why do we keep it? But every time I go through it, I find like stuff from college too that I still don't want to get rid of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's still, there's still things. It's like, oh, I want that forever. But 
it is a good process to also get rid of a lot of things that are just weighing you down that there really is no need for them. Also in your offices at work, I've always found that to be really good too. Like you do not need papers in your office that are 10 years old, like move forward, document what you need, keep it digital, but you also don't want your workspace to feel like just weighing you down. Shit That doesn't matter. And you can't find anything that way anyway. Like you can't stuff everywhere. Yeah, I ha- I had been wanting to do that for a year in my old office. I was like, oh my god, I need to get rid of the stuff. You know, I had a drawer that was just like, like vomitada from like from like note notes and pens and just it was just not organized at all. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. So the last day that I was in the office um, in December, I'm like, okay, horas cuando? I'm like, I like literally carved out and I put do not schedule para que no me pusieran citas. And um, that's what I did all day throughout shit. You know, organized um, my drawers, hasta, um, dusted a little bit, and yeah, I can't. My, my Luis was like, "How how was your office?" I was like, "It was nice. It was neat. It was like just how I left it a couple weeks ago." That's exactly what I did before I left. I cleaned up. I was like, "Quiero que esté limpio. Quiero regresar sí. a limpio." So that's gonna be your advice for anybody who hasn't done that for 2023. If you're feeling stuck, purge something. Your desk in your home, your closet, your whole house, your garage, your office, that work shit, one drawer, just one damn drunk drawer in your kitchen, like, lo que sea, purge something, that'll purge the bun in your hair, sacar las pulgas, like, <laughs> whatever, clean something, and that'll be the tip of the day, clean up something and purge. Speaking of memories and purging and all that, you know what I found that it was still my parents' house from like, I don't know how many, probably 20 years ago. Uh, we bought bottles of that uh, Brazilian liqueur. Um, I don't know what it's called, but con el que se hacía las uh, caipirinhas. Um, they were still full, intact. Those botellas que estaban hasta atrás. And I was like, why do we still, why do you guys, no one drank them. Why do they still have them? So tiré una and I was like, you know what? Oh, I, I, I tasted it. I'm like, does it st- am I still? It's like, it's alcohol, alcohol, basically. And it was still good. It's un poquito como entre tequila, mezcal, a little bit. So I tossed one. Y la otra me la traje. I was like, I told Luis, I'm like, I didn't know you back then. Pero here, un, un regalo from, you know, my younger <laughs> self <laughs> to you. So things like that. Se llama cachaca. Feels good. Cachaca o algo así. Cachaca, cachaca. Sí, cierto. I don't know, but they used to make like mojitos with it, no? And yeah, I mean, it was, it was a little it's, bit strong. No, not mojitos, but caipirinhas, right? Uh-huh. Mojitos, it's mojitos. it's lemon and sugar. Lemon and sugar, baby. Yeah, it's a lot like a mojito, but with that liquor. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A mí no me gustaba. Yeah. No, yo me metí unos pedazos así con Summer y allá la the Brazilian crew. Ah, pues sí. Con las caipirinhas. Yeah, but you can also make it with vodka. You can also make it with vodka. Yeah, which yeah, which feels a which little is like a lemon like, sour, oh, okay. like a lemon drop. Do you guys remember tr- drinking which that? I think is good. Yeah. Um, well, um, to segue a little bit into more of like I guess you know relationships and being um, having better a better better relationship with yourself. I was just thinking um, that it's January. Ustedes dos cumplen años. Um, any birthday plans, it, you know, either to do something fun or do something for yourself to be okay with yourself and treat yourself. Any any plans instead of those? We're heading to the snow. We're going to do a little early. We're going to go this weekend. So Otto's traveling again this week back from That's back on the road. Time. There's a lot of snow. Though. Yeah. Perfect. Good job. The wet, like the weather has been rainy and cold down here. So it's going to be nice. It won't just melt overnight. Um, so we're hitting up, we got a cabin, we're going to take my, the kids. I want to go inner tubing with them so hard. I don't snowboard anymore. I can't take the risk of getting hurt or anything because then we are I know, screwed. Yeah. yeah. But I am looking forward to extreme inner tubing with the children. 
<laughs> and just hanging out. And we're going to, we're going to, we invited my nieces because they've been wanting to do like a cabin little thing. And just do like an early birthday celebration because my birthday lands in the middle of the week this time, this time around. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And last year I had COVID. So, you know, it was just a really weird way to ring in the 2022. Like I had COVID, I was pregnant, you know, I had not yet fully like 40. known. I turned 40, all these things. So I'm like for 41, I'm like, let's, let's go back. What did I want to do? And part of like taking care of myself is also, um, I didn't like overly decorate for Christmas and New Year's. Like I kept it very minimal. Uh, the whole like no need to try to make it look extravagant because I'm like who cleans it up me who has to put stuff away me so para no tener el estrés like I let the kids decorate the Christmas tree I let them do their thing you know I was like it doesn't have to be perfect so también that was another thing like I'm not adding additional like more salsa to the tacos if I don't need to porque al último like I have to do the mess the clean up the mess so for me it's like take it easy no need to add more things that we don't you know that we don't need and just add what we need, the basic, simple things, and then, you know, make it easy on myself instead of trying to go overboard with everything. So that's another self thing for my, like, to do. And um, I've been reading a lot more. I have, not, I had, like, stopped reading because I'm just so tired. Me quedo dormida. I open a book and I'm like, if I want to fall asleep, give me a book. Just give it to me right now. So I've been reading um, a little more, some parts, like, I'll go through the Wall Street Journal, auto prescribes the newspaper. And I'll go through it and just like, okay, this piece I want to read. And I, I'll, I'll pick a piece of the newspaper. I have like 10 books I've been wanting to read over the last year and a half. And I haven't gotten around to it. So I'm like, okay, when I have a little downtime, I'm going to read at least 10 pages, 10 pages or a chapter. Si se puede. And that's what I've been doing a little bit more of because I love to read. I love to learn, like to keep myself like just informada or, you know, reading is such a good escape as well. So I'm like, let me try to do that for myself. And I haven't done that recently. So I've been doing that more recently since I had not been doing it in the past. That's good. Good for you. You do, Irene? My favorite for reading is just audiobooks, Beto. I think it's just something about listening to it. And this is costly because you got to pay twice, but we're members of Audible on Amazon. And so often we get credits of books that we're just, we're paying for those credits, but it kind of feels like you're not and you get the book. I sometimes even have the physical book and I'm listening to the book because I like to have the books. It's like double work, but I'll listen to it and I won't get sleepy. Like I'll actually be listening into it and I'll highlight and I'll get into it with the book with both, which is crazy. I don't know that you need to, but you know, some of us are visual and audible in some respects. So if that would help, I think that's that's good advice. A little hack to get to reading more because I think that really helps me read more. Our book clubs have been really good for us. I think I want to do more of those for the Guilfrey Squad. They've been really fun, good books, and we connect with them. I've been journaling a lot more in my gratitude journal, just being present, just being really mindful of being present. So that's been nice. Um, always spending time with the kids because that's like job one a one on one time with my kids. My kid is gonna apply to college soon. So spending as much time as I can with my oldest and one-on-one -on -one time with him and connection with him. Cause you know, in two years, like he'll be gone. So it's, it's such an interesting thing that's happening. Like we have an adult here, another adult pretty soon, like 18 months away from that. He's driving soon. It's wow. his license appointment is like in four weeks, three, four weeks. So my son will be like a licensed driver. Like a lot of life is happening. Yeah. So I need to be I can't control things. I can't control the weather. I can't control the traffic. I can't control the crazy drivers. Just gotta let my kid drive in the world and pray and hope that he knows how to drive, you know, but that's why life can be kind of scary, right? Because you think yeah. of like your kids in the world. So a lot of that self-care with it's okay, just have faith and trust and do the best we can to teach him to, to be responsible, to be good in the world because he's like flying. He's offline and 
he does his own thing. You know, we were thinking of having him babysit the kids for New Year's. His Thea's kids, so his nephews. And Diego's all volunteering him like at Christmas for New Year's Eve. And she's like, yeah, I'll bring him. We'll put them to sleep. Like, you don't have to worry about it. And he's kind of looking around, right? And I'm like, Isaiah probably has plans, guys. Like, he probably <laughs> wants to do something for New Year's. And Diego's like, no, we're going to have him babysit. And Isaiah's sitting there like, I think I'm going to make plans, Dad. I'm like, he's 16 and a half. Like, yeah. sure enough, he was out. My husband was out. My daughter had a slumber party for New Year's. So she was having this 24-hour magical middle school slumber party and my son and I were going to dots the youngest and I were super excited and he kept saying we should take a nap mom. we should take a nap so we can make it to one in the morning so we won't be tired so we take this nap and I'm waking him up before the alarm goes off like at 8 30 or 9 because he wanted to get there like around 10 and he's like it's too rainy we should just stay we should just stay it's too rainy out there I'm like oh my little Noah so he and I rang in the new year solitos on the couch like life Aww, is funny right yeah. life is so funny like my my husband's with his family that we had just had Christmas with. My son's out with his friends. My daughter's with her friends. And it's me and my 10-year-old. And we had a blast. We had a blast. We were supposed to be a Nazi, even having more fun. But he kept saying, well, we didn't go, Mom, because we were watching the countdown on TV. And the, they kept, like, going back to the weather because it was a really rainy night. Yeah. Right? And so they kept yeah. saying how rainy it was. And I was thinking about you, Sessie, saying how there was, like, floods in San Francisco. Yeah. And I was like, you'll stop it, right? You can't control the weather. It. Let's just stay in. Let's yeah. just have fun. So more of that. More of, like connection one-on-one -on -one time with the kids i feel like it was a core memory for noah to just have had his mom all of the yes, year just because the way things worked out mm -hmm. that's why i'm not gonna go with you because i feel like it's just noah he's gonna be bored like let's give him his moment i can stay with him i can do my thing with him you can have fun with your siblings because the other two are gone yes he almost at the renat like so we're, really, we're gonna have less kids home so whoever's willing to hang out with mom but that's life life is changing a lot in this house kids growing up mm, i know he'll well isaiah going back to isaiah he'll be applying this fall right <gasps> oh, yeah it's crazy when we talked about <laughs> goals as a family for 2023 when we sat down talked about our word for the year our goals for the year he just keeps saying like well my goal is apply you know get into college a good college i won't know yet but to apply to get that going i'm excited about senior year to apply like he talks about it all the time he's like i feel like that's my whole identity i always wear these college sweaters like that's like my whole identity i'm like no it's not son your identity is not just college i don't want him to think that that's what we're always like college 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 that ends in four years just like a yeah leap in your life he's like yeah. yeah but i'm also like looking forward to it and like the ab classes that i'm in i just want to do good i know it's good for college i don't even care about these classes because it's big <laughs> classes that he wants yeah. to just do good like it's like right the outcome is college but that conversation is crazy says he he's like a grown-up yeah. how funny know, the conversations okay. you're now having with isaiah right like we didn't have those with our parents i mean you know hell no i know i had it with my brother you know and and but i didn't you know that experience is so unique it's so new and it's nice that you're just like, you know, I, you were saying that he was making plans with his friends. I'm like, I los 16 años, mis padres, ni madres, me van a dejar salir. You know, like, oh, me neither. I don't think, yeah, oh, yeah, tampoco yo. You know, we didn't, I didn't start. Tu casa. Yeah, I started telling my parents, well, Christmas is for you guys and New Year's is for my friends. And that was like after college, you know. Um, yeah. But it's so trippy. It's no, so Diego told now. his 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 family like when Isaiah when I said Isaiah might have plans. Diego was like, "What? When I would come home from college, I was like, we have to be with my parents. It's New Year's. I I we had to be with our parents, and I was twenty three years old. And like, well, we're not raising him that way. He's got friends that he hangs out with. Like, he's not gonna be with us. Like, right? But we were different. Yeah. We expected we had to be with our parents. Yeah, yeah I remember cuando yo sal, like, cuando yo no me pasaba año nuevo. Like even during college and then even after college when I didn't spend New Year's, my mom es que tú ya no quieres estar con la familia, my well, I was here for Christmas. Like, I think it, the first, the first New Year's I spent away from from the family, from la familia, was cuando fuimos a Brasil. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like, I'm a grown ass woman. 
O yo me creía Maggie Brown. Ay, pero... se cree bien peluda esta. I know. <laughs> I think though, I like that we're like opposite to our parents because I think the more you want to control them being close to you, the less they are. Like yeah. I think my mom always wanted to manipulate us into being close or guilt trip us into being close or being like the kid next door that I always wanted to be with their mom. Like, And I think that was repelling and it made you feel like guilty and shame. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not like everybody else. My kid, it's almost like I encourage his independence. I encourage his friends. I encourage his social life. And then I do feel that se tiene que desahogar con su mamá and it's easy. And let's, oh, what are we doing now, mom? What are we doing, mom? Like, let's have sushi. Like we, we spend a lot of that. That's what, something we did right before he went out with his friends. The little one and him and I went to this really great sushi restaurant and just had a feast and like, They want to hang out with a mom because there's a balance. I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like because we don't try to hoard him and keep him and and he doesn't miss us. We have to miss each other. Like in every relationship. Mm -hmm. Like after a while, he's like done it with his friends yeah. beach every day. And what what are we doing, mom? Like he wants to just relax and be himself and bum it. And I want to bum yeah. it with him. And but my mom, I think, was the reverse. Te quería, te quería, te quería. Didn't want you to have like friends or anyone that you were close to. You know, it's novio, you know, it's amiga. You almost rebel. It's like, God, like I want to get away because you make me feel bad, right? Sí, sí, sí. The weight of the relationships. Weight. The weight of relationships. Eso sí. No, porque bueno que we're back and, you know, better than ever. And we're looking forward to having a great year with our podcast. It's growing. We have great guests coming up this year. Um, So if you if you have a you know, want to continue the conversation about the weight or of relationships or just letting go of that even toxicity oh I said it right did I right I think <laughs> so two years in I finally say it right but oh yeah if you guys want to continue the conversation or have a topic that perhaps we haven't covered you want us to cover it uh, once more and get more in more into it is the find us find us send us an email. Our email is admin at leveloflatina.com. Our handle, if you don't already follow us, is at Level of Latina on both Facebook and Instagram. También estamos en Twitter at Latina underscore up. Sorry, it's been a while since I've said this. También, este, if you're an avid listener of our podcast, make sure you're leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. It, that really helps us um, you know, see how we're doing and help us with our affiliates and all that good stuff. If you're looking to sure. um, partner with one of us, um, we, we check out our website at www leveloplatina.com and book your assessment with one of us three so with that chicas anything else you guys want to add about letting go away or anything no that we just thank you for letting us also catch up as we yeah. talk on this you know episode is a bit about things that we let go relationships but also just what's going on with us it's been yeah. several weeks if you're a religious listener to the podcast then you haven't heard from us of course it felt a little bit like a random show but Thanks for your patience with us. And if you have questions, yeah, send them our way. And we could talk more and elaborate more about any of this with letting go of the weight of things or people or feelings and taking only the good stuff in 2023. Let's do it. Eso sí, que, que sea un buen año para todos y que vengan, you know, que vengan los, los que venga todo, que venga que la Que venga todo y lo que no nos va a quedar, que se vaya. Let it go. Que se vaya, right? Let's embrace the abundance, we're abundance, todo eso. Todo lo bueno, todo lo bueno este año. So... Besitos. Bravo. Bravo. Así es. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Ciao.